What up? What up? What up? It's <laughs> the Blueprint, the uh, yeah. host of the number one networking show. And I like to take the first couple of seconds of each show to highlight any local brands that I may be wearing. And tonight I am wearing XI11, uh, which is a local 17-year-old here in Baltimore. So I encourage everybody to support, support, support your local brand. Now, we have a special guest in the virtual building. How you feeling tonight, good brother? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, Brandon. How are you doing today? Man, I am awesome. I am awesome. No complaints. And so before we get into the journey, if you can just introduce yourself, let everybody know where you're from, and just a brief overview of what you do, and we're going to take it back to day one. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Brandon, for asking me to talk about myself. Uh, my name is Ola Oluwa Kolaole. I'm actually from Nigeria. Came to the U.S. in 2014, you know, uh, did my undergrad, grad in Nigeria, came to the U.S. for another grad studies. You know, uh, right now, my day job, I do financial analysis, strategic planning, uh, you know, uh, competitive intelligence in one of the sem big semiconductor companies in the U.S. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're busy, man. You're busy. And so one of the, yeah, man, you're busy. And and so one of the things that, um, you know, when I reached out to you, you do photography, is that correct? I do. I do photography. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what, what is the name of your company for people that may not know? Oh, the name of my company is Messi Studio. Uh, you know, that's the name of my company. The word Messi is just something I'm very fascinated with. Uh, so I kind of said, yeah, you know, I'm just going to throw the word in there. Uh, that's the name of my business. Uh, that's what I do, you know? Yeah. Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. So now what was the inspiration, right? Because before you started the business, you had to have a passion yeah. for, for this particular field. What was that inspiration from day one uh, for photography? You know, uh, that's going to be like a one, top, a $1 million question, right? Well, I'm going to start this way, you know. Uh, I've just always been very fascinated about memories, you know. How do you keep memories? How do you document your life history, you know? You're looking back. I'm sure if, if, if you were to be looking at a picture of yourself when you were two, it kind of just automatically brings back, you know, that memory of parents. Picture is a very powerful thing, you know, growing up in Nigeria, you know, events, weddings, celebrations, you know, just looking at my, having my parents show me their old pictures, you know, that kind of speaks to me. And I'm like, wow, you know, I need to be able to document my own history by myself so that when I'm 90, I could call my grandkids and tell them, this is where I came from in Nigeria. So the passion started from documenting memories when I got to the U.S., you know, I kind of noticed that there's a niche, there's an opportunity in the U.S. because, you know, African-American, Blacks, white. sometimes we get too busy to document our memories. You know, I can tell you no, so many number of my friends who have been married for 10 years, you go to their home, the picture of the marriage 10 years ago is the same picture on the wall. And I tell them, you guys have had a lot of very good memories. I'm not saying throw your pic wedding picture away, but we need to get something beautiful around ourselves. It affects the way we think, you know, it makes 
just showing you some pictures will make you happy. I can bet you. And looking at some other pictures, you're like, oh no, I don't, I'm not sure I want to see that, right? How do I help people to keep positive memories of themselves, right? So that's where the pa passion started from. So when I came, got a camera, I love nature. When I go hiking, you could just see me taking pictures of flowers, trees. I just love what God has created, right? You know, I go to Grand Canyon, fun fact, like three times a year just to stay mm -hmm. into that thing, right? So my passion started from documenting memory, you know, and then I said, okay, why, since I could identify a niche for myself, why don't I explore that through my business? Mm. Now that's pretty dope, right? Because like you said, you saw a need, it was something that you were passionate about. Mm -hmm. Now, do you remember the conversation you had with yourself when you said, I'm gonna take my passion and I'm gonna turn it into a business? Did you kind of fight the idea or was it a natural progression? Uh, I mean, I, I would say both, you know, like everything you kind of, you could feel your passion, you know, a lot of time we kind of ignore those passion, you know, uh, sometimes, right. So my niche kind of, my passion started from trying to ask my parent, like, can I see a picture of when I was four, you know, mm. show where we kept it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Can I see when I was six? I want to see myself growing up, right? So that was kind of like where I felt like, okay, what do I need to do when it got to that point to say, okay, I need to pause. I need to think about it. I need to document. I need to talk to people that know more than I do know, you know, about equipment, cameras. What do I need to be thinking of? Lightning, how to take a good photography, YouTube, just going out there and just gathering information, basically. Then after a while, I was like, you know, it's time for me to get my foot wet. I need to just take that leap of faith, you know, that calculated risk and start a business, basically, yeah. Now, when it, when it comes to the equipment, right, because especially starting out, I'm sure that can be a little overwhelming far as selecting the right camera based on also someone you may look up to and they may have, like, extravagant equipment. Yes. So how did you make that decision of, this is what I'm going to start out with. Did you start out with like a small budget and work your way up? Or what was that first initial purchase like? So uh, that was a very good question. To be honest with you, I kind of started with phone. That might sound strange, you know, just taking pictures and looking at, taking the same picture and looking at them over and over again. And you begin to see that one of them is going to be better than the other. The same picture, nothing changes, right? Uh, when it got to the point of equipment, I know, you know, the common saying, room was not built in a day. I'm not going to go buy a 10,000 camera just of the, I'm just getting into the business. So what did I do? I got a, a camera, maybe like, let me say $300, you know, and one of my friends was like, it's not about the camera, it's about the kind of picture you can take with the camera. So I get the part of you needing some standard equipment, but if you just understand the, acts of photography is an act it's also a science right but it's an act how do you understand the effect of lightning shutter speed mm -hmm. you know where are people looking just lightning alone in photography could make a lot of difference right you know mm. want people to come out what 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 interests you you know i'm so much drawn to bold picture portrait making sure i'm getting the right detail at the right place in the frame of my picture so yeah so i mean just my recommendation is start from somewhere, even your phone. Mm. 
just keep taking those pictures. You will keep learning. And when you're ready to go launch your business, be it photography, you have an edge to excel. Mm, that's awesome, right? Because, you know, I think a lot of people get overwhelmed with that initial thought of, okay, I know what a, a complete business looks like that's been moving for a while, but some people really get intimidated. So I really feel that that's good, valuable information to just really start with what you have and develop, right? So how did you develop? Are you still with that same camera now or have you kind of moved up to something else? What has that transition been like for you? So what I decided to do for now, based on some of the, you know, again, it's always good to have mentors, right? When you're about to make those decisions, like, oh, Brandon, what do you think? You know, you're a photographer. How did you go from A to B, you know? And one of them was like, look, there's so many technologies out there that you can basically edit any picture to make it look good. Dedicate mm. to learning the software and focus less on the camera. The other thing they prioritized for me was lenses. You know, you might not even need to change your camera, but just keep getting very professional lenses, depending on the kind of picture you want to take. For example, if I'm going to take a portrait picture, I know the kind of lens I need to use specifically to just take a portrait picture, right? So basically my, my idea has always been, you know, just start from somewhere, use what you have. With time, once you begin to build your clientele, you know, you have enough resources and always prioritize again. Mentorship is very important so that you're not putting your resources in the wrong place. It's a good effort, but towards the wrong thing, you know? So that kind of helped me to prioritize the software, the lenses, and in due time, you can begin to think of getting a $2,000 camera, you know? So, yeah. Mm, that's very valuable information because the lens, things like I wouldn't even think about to do, right? But yeah. that's something that within your craft, you have to study and get better. So now, and, and your feel, how did you go about selecting that mentor? Was it someone you already knew or did you actually reach out to someone you didn't know? Fun fact, this is someone I knew. This was someone, uh, Boye, his name is Boye Adeboye. You know, we came to US about the same time. This was someone back in Nigeria who was already into photography like a professional. So when I was ready to make that shift, he lives in Washington. I reached out to him like, oh, Boye, this is, this is uh, 2020. These are my plans. What do you think I should do? Oh, don't go after camera. Focus on lens, you know. One of my colleagues at work did photography, still doing it. So I was like, mm, you know what I would advise you? Take out as many pictures as you can. Go learn the software. In due time, you're going to get that big camera. And again, you need to understand this is technology. A 2021 camera, something else is coming out next year. So do you want to keep changing cameras every year or improve your crafts, improve your art, improve your knowledge, you know? So it's not about the camera, basically. It's about you being able to read into what you're looking at when you hold the camera. If I take the picture of Brandon this way, mm -hmm. does it look good? You know, does it look professional? You know, even if I get a picture, when I go maybe Lightroom, Adobe or whatever, what do I need to do? You know, mm. I, I, for one, one of my uh, principles is, I don't want to show you a picture that doesn't look like you. I don't want to go over edit your picture. So when I'm taking your picture for the first time, I want to take the best picture I can take. So mm. I can do minimal edits. 
So, wow. Yeah. That's awesome, right? And I believe that you really invest in mentors, right? Because the first thing that caught my attention was your bookshelf behind you, right? Like, you know, because I love reading books. I love audio books. And I know that readers are leaders, right? So from just a personal development standpoint, how important is it to invest and just also not only in your field, but invest in your mind? How important is that? You know, um, that's a very loaded question. Uh, we feed our bodies, right? You know, the best thing that can feed our mind is knowledge. You know, I, I tell people all the time, I, I bow to two things. I bow to God and I bow to knowledge. You know, knowledge is very, very important. You know, within your field, within your culture, you need to know. Basically, I know the good thing is we now live in a world where you can't pretend not to know. I mean, things have changed. Just imagine, who would have thought we could be having this conversation this way in 2019? Let's just picture yep. that Zoom was not a normal thing, right? You're going to call, either you schedule a phone call, Skype or whatever, then we were not expecting COVID, right? But when it comes to me and books, it's just a relationship I kind of leverage from my parents, right? If I wake up any day and I stay at my bookshelf, I'm motivated. It, it makes me happy, to be honest with you, just to look at my books, right? Oh, I still have to read this. I have to buy this book. If I get my paycheck, I invest in books. I want to learn mm -hmm. about leaders, world leaders, you know. I read about Nelson Mandela, whose quote I owe daily, you know, when it comes to even business. He said, I either win or learn, you know. So every point in time in my life where I'm about to deal with setback, I see them as a learning opportunity. I don't see failure. I see a learning mm. opportunity. Edison made the bulb 99 times. I don't think I've repeated anything 99 times. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being honest, right? So I, I really I really encourage and I mentor people like, please read, you know, yeah. read. It, it, there's just a feeling it gives you. There's a leverage it gives you to be able to understand what is going on around you, you know. So, mm. Yeah, it's just my passion, I would tell you. This is just my passion, you know, so. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, from the business perspective, right, because it's one thing to have the passion for photography. Now you're learning about the craft, but now you have to transition to get clientele. So what, what, what is that transition, right? Because you could be the best photographer, but if nobody knows about you, so how do you go about generating business now at this point when you started out? You know, uh, when it comes to business, like every other thing is a journey, right? You know, uh, a journey of a thousand miles will start with a single stride, right? But the best business, the best people, the first people to invest in your business are family, friends, like the same business school enemies, right? This, this, this is where you're going to start from. That's your circle, which is your grassroots, right? Your friends, you know, I can't tell you the number of times my friends come to visit and I'm telling them, can you just stand there? Let me take your picture. If I take a good picture of you, you're going to show it to a friend. You know, that is where the marketing aspect of business starts from. I'm not just going to go start at the top because you need to build a foundation, right? You, you know, start with my friend. One of my friends a couple of weeks ago was celebrating one year birthday for his son, you know, I took all my equipment down there, you know, get everything set, took some pictures, gave it to him, printed some of them and say, you know, put this on your wall or put this somewhere. 
That is the mm. way I'm going to advertise myself. That's the way I'm going to market myself. By taking those spontaneous pictures, my friends, my family, any opportunity I have with my camera, take those pictures, get back home, look at those pictures. Are they good? Send it to them. You know, and also, basically, the, the other thing I do is to keep talking about it, right? You know, I'm doing this business. I'm into this business. And the moment I got into this business as an entrepreneur, I kind of noticed everybody around me are doing something for themselves. So mm. they could be something about what they've been doing for the past three years. Like, oh, business doesn't work this way. It actually worked this way, you know. You need to start small. Then actively and aggressively grow your business. So that's my, that's my modus operandi right now. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's great advice. That's great advice. So now what are some of the events that you'd like to do, right? Because do you do weddings or what type of uh, style of events you do? So, I mean, right now I'm open to all events. Uh, again, kind of that comes to the niche I'm kind of building for myself is when it comes to wedding, you know, you have a photographer that is kind of following everybody around. You know, that is one aspect, which is very common. Uh, the niche I'm building is to have a venue and events where I take all my equipment, the backdrop, the everything, the lightning, you know, and kind of put everything, the light there and get people to come take picture at the event. You know, uh, when it comes to my favorites, it's all about taking maybe birthday parties for kids uh, and families, you know, maybe Christmas, family pictures, portraits, you know, those are kind of the, the thing I really love to do, uh, if you ask me. So when it, maybe kids, like I said, Christmas, Thanksgiving, you want me to come over, you want to take a family picture, you want to take a portrait picture, those are the things I do too. So I really love that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So now what do you see far as in the next five to 10, far as the development for your company? Where would you like to see it go and things you would like to be involved in? I think uh, in five years, I want to, my goal is to grow this business, uh, not just me doing it at that point, to kind of have other people of like minds who I would have grown, you know, with a business, uh, to kind of be able to do some international groundbreaking photography, you know, maybe get some people and say, okay, guys, let's just go to Africa. Let's just mm. get pictures of events, you know, beautiful memories in Africa and just do that as a photography exhibition. You know, a lot of people that have not been to Africa, they could walk into my studio and like, oh, wow, what are they doing in Africa? Okay, this is a wedding. This is what a birthday party looks like. You know, this is what a cultural celebration looks like. You know, the, mm -hmm. a lot of things out there, right? Even if it's, let's say, a travel log, for example, you just want to go take pictures of good and beautiful places. So my goal is to grow my capacity and you know, success is not something you do by yourself. You grow with people to build that structure in the next five years where we are thinking of new ideas in photography, new events that have been undocumented for so long. You know, mm -hmm. we used to see common pictures, but there are so many aspects of human nature that have not been well documented in photography. That's where I want to take this business in five years. That's awesome. That's awesome. And to someone that's getting started, right? What would, what would you kind of advise them that maybe you would do different if you started over? I would advise them to kind of start early. 
you know, uh, there's always what we call analysis paralysis. You know, we, we I, you know, there's something in our mind that feels there will always be the a best time. There's never going to be a best. I'm just sorry. Sorry to break, to bust anybody's bubbles. There's never going to be a perfect time. You know, uh, just start early, you know, make a calculated risk, get yourself mentors, both humanly, you know, people that are doing it and get books. There's actually, mm. I want to say books for anything, you know, just read. Also, I'm at the back of your mind, it's going to be like a plane taking off. You're going to start small. You're going to run. Then you kind of take off and fly. You know, that's just the way it works, right? So I would advise them to start small. Uh, I would advise them to also be very, maybe aggressive in a very positive way. You know, mm. overall risk you're taking, don't be too cautious. A lot of time you want to, oh, I don't want to lose anything. I want to edge my edge your bet, but don't overdo it. Realize this is business. You're going to lose some, you're going to win some. The goal is to win more than you've lost, right? So uh, those are going to be my key advice. And, you know, see every opportunity that comes at you as an opportunity to learn. You know, even when you are successful, you know, kind of learn from that, you know. Even when you fail, I tell people a lot of time, there's so much to learn about failing because it humbles you, right? It humbles, it stops you. You know, success is when you keep going and going and going and go. But there's something about failure or, or mistakes or mishaps that kind of make you pause. It might just be a time yeah. for you to pause and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, just kind of an opportunity for you to re-strategize. So that's what I would tell people, yeah. That's um, awesome, that's awesome. And I kind of love what you're doing. You know, maybe I get to ask you how you started to, and you know, what was your what was your inspiration to do this? Uh, but I really, I really love this. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, you know what, I appreciate that. And the the answers that you're giving that was really part of my inspiration, right, in getting started because I started back in like July of 2020. And so it's been an accelerated rate because, you know, I watch podcasts and interviews just in my personal life every single day because I love to hear the thought process of what someone is doing. And I love to extract those gems because it doesn't matter as far as the particular field a lot of times because you're still operating on principles, right? Like you said, it's never a perfect time to start. When I started my podcast, I started with a $5 headset and I started with uh, my cell phone and I just hit record. And so it's been a journey of just, like you said, self-adjusting, self-correction, moving forward. So, you know, that that was a great question, you know. And so now it's this will be uh, episode 129. And so, you know, I mean, I hit 100 episodes in less than five months. You know, and so, you know, one of the tasks that I've committed to now um, is just working with businesses in all 50 states. Right. And so I'm here in Baltimore. And so my goal is just to connect with businesses in all 50 states. So, you know, and, and to create that network. And so I just appreciate it. Now, two things before we go. Um, 
let people know where they can support because um, I believe and let people know where you are. So if they're ever uh, in your state, they can reach out and support. And then we're also going to leave on a word of encouragement. But first, I want you to let people know where they can follow and support you at. Well, that's a, that's a very good question. And just thank you for sharing when you started and all that. Uh, my people can connect with me on my Twitter handle, which is the Messy Studio. Uh, on, on Instagram, sorry, on my Instagram handle, which is The Messy Studio. I'm also on Facebook, The Messy Studio uh, on Facebook. And in case we need to exchange emails and all that, I'm all, you could get through to me at themessystudio at gmail.com. And I live in Arizona. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And so before we go, I always like to leave on a word of encouragement to just entrepreneurs in general. I know you shared a lot of gems, but if you had to leave us with one last word of encouragement before we go, what would that be? Um, I'm going to actually add one more thing to that, but my word of encouragement to anybody that is thinking of doing anything great out there is uh, the difference between an idea and anything being seen is execution. You know, um, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't care how big the idea is. We need to say it. You could have still been thinking of your podcast till now. Well, now you've taken steps. You've learned along the way. Some of them are not going to be perfect. You would have had an interview. Oh man, I think I should have done a better job. Okay, the next one I'm going to take that learning from this and apply it to the next job, right? So and also, the second thing I would say about to anybody starting out there is we need to change our mindset about failure. What does failure really mean? Failure might just be an opportunity, a golden opportunity for you to recalibrate what you are, what you think you know. You know, sometimes failure is going to challenge us to think differently, you know. And a lot of times we miss that opportunity because we're busy complaining, oh, it didn't work, it didn't work. Whereas that is just an opportunity to be telling you something. So if you get stuck in your track, it might just be an opportunity. Okay, who are the people around me? Do I need to change my support system? Do I need to change me? You know, because sometimes we are our own worst enemy, right? So uh, I think that's something that is very key. You know, like I said, listening to Mandela say, no, 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 I, I either learn or win. I don't lose. That, 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 that touched me like, wow, that's deep. That man doesn't wake up and complain about what is happening. It makes lemonade out of lemon whatever life deals with him is ready the other thing i'm going to leave people with is this great book that i've read and the title is actually fail more uh, mm. embrace learn and adapt to failure as a way to success you know nothing good in this world has ever been done go talk to ceos go talk to entrepreneurs go talk to people on wall street go to california startups how many startups start and how many of them succeed and you have people telling you, we didn't even know what we're doing. And now we've built a, I was reading something recently about Netflix. Netflix offered to sell themselves to uh, blockbusters. The guys that were renting our movie, I think for 50 million. They turned, wow. them, they turned them down. Netflix is now 200 billion. Woo! They down with the CEO, they would have failed so many times. So 
you know, that, 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 that's, that's just what I will leave anybody out there with. Embrace it, learn from it. Failure is a very good teacher. I'm, I'm being honest. It's going to humble you, sit back, recalibrate yourself, and go do something great out there. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. No, that's great information. Well, look, I appreciate you coming on the Winner's Circle, sharing those gems, sharing your journey. You know, this is only the beginning. This is not the end. So you're always welcome back as you elevate from level to level to level. No problem. I will stay in touch with you, Brandon. I, I really love your uh, your podcast and I love your personality. Very positive, you know, positive. I appreciate energy. that. That's very good. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. And peace, love, and blessings. You take it easy. Thank you so much, boss. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Peace.